Hello and welcome to this special No Load Time episode, the E3 Aftermath. My name is Obed Veles and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, No Load Time? Good to be with you, Obed. E3 has has come. It has been a pleasure to watch. There is so many different thoughts, so many different emotions, um, positives, negatives, and a whole lot of what the heck is this? I cannot wait to dive into it with you, man. So someone won, and someone had a biggest the uh, the biggest bull drop since yes. uh, since the since the Warriors blew that three one lead. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. It, it it was very interesting to say the least, man. There's a lot of good stuff that That's I'm right. really excited for. Uh, another pre-order in the bank right now, Joe. But um, Joe, what's up, man? Before we jump into yeah. this madness, I know that you went to see X Men. I went. I I know you went to see the Dark Phoenix. Ah, go ahead, man. I had to do it, brother. I I had to see the movie. This is the finale. The big cherry on top for the X-Men universe from Fox. And uh, what a way to go out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean that in a good way, guys. Not at all. It was a very dark movie, The Dark Phoenix. And I don't mean that tonally. <laughs> it's, it was, you know... It, it, okay. So, the problem with this movie is that it doesn't know where it's going. I didn't know where it was going, you know, and, and obviously, you know, we've heard the rumors of reshoots and how much had to be reshot and, you know, changes in comparison to other movies and not trying to have same endings. And, and you know, the scrolls were supposed to be it and not the Ibatsu. You know, I, I, I hear all that, that stuff. I, I've read it. I get it. But that's not the problem with the movie. Like the problem with this movie is that it's just so underwhelming it's so boring, shall I say? Um, you that's know, what, look. that seems to be the consensus. That it's just boring, like straight up boring, and yeah, and, and it just doesn't go anywhere. No, yeah, nobody, there's nobody's gonna look back on this movie and say, "Oh, remember that one scene? Remember when this thing happened?" There's nothing like that in this movie. You know, X Men Origins Wolverine uh, has scenes in that movie. I, I I can remember that movie clearly, man. Like there, that movie left an impression for some people they really hate it i get it i think for a lot of people it's how they feel but you left feeling stuff this movie i just i had to buy a large uh tub of popcorn <laughs> and a soda because i said i knew i was going into war <laughs> I knew I was going was into an, this movie. it was an old old school movie experience for you where you yeah. have to battle the screen you had to battle the screen you had to have everything ready just to make it through and <laughs> and i tell you what the movie doesn't anger me like in general. Like I said, it's just really boring. Um, but there is one particular scene that just legitimately just – I just got so furious because I was like, this is just the epitome of undoing – was it like 17 years or so, whatever, of, of this universe? So, yeah, I mean, not that continuity has ever been a thing with the X-Men movies, but, but they yeah. really just don't care with this movie at all. Wow. That's very disappointing. Yeah. Um, but what a what a way to blow that great cast that they have, man. Yeah, the talent's good. Yeah, they have fantastic cast. It's um, it's unfortunate. I wanted the movie to be good, but then when it got delayed twice, I was like, "Yo, this is not good. This, yeah. this is just not 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 a good sign." 
Uh, what's the other New Mutants? That movie's never coming out. Yeah, I, you I think and I talked about it. I, I'm with you. I think if it does come out, Obed, I think it goes to like Disney Plus, Hulu, some some like Disney streaming thing. It's kind of hidden. But I'm with you. I don't think that movie that movie comes out in on the big screen at all. Yeah. Again, unfortunate. Uh, is it is it worse than X Men Origins Wolverine? Like yes. Jeremy Jones said, "Holy yes, crap!" It is. Man. It is. I say like. From recent like Fox stuff, I would say like Fantastic Four that that last one that came out. Fantastic. That's yeah. the worst. And you've got this movie, and then you got X Men Origins. Damn, that's crazy, yeah. man. Man, that's just that's just really disappointing. Yeah. That's like super low in the in the in the you know. Uh, X Men movie, pole. yeah, low and low end in the totem pole, um, yeah, and and we all thought that Fox had it back when when Logan came out, right? And Logan was amazing. From Days of Future Past. Days how of Future you, Past was. Amazing. How do you go from Days of Future Past to X Men Apocalypse? That movie, you felt the drop in quality, and then this movie, it just nosedives. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I I really don't know. I mean. Granted, Apocalypse was a Brian Singer movie that I think had a lot of problems with writers, right? Sure. Um, you know, and and for the mo for the most part, again, you know, Brian Singer, whatever. We're not talking about the Me Too. We're no, talking no, about no. his his quality as a as yeah. a director. Um, he uh, his X Men movies were good. Like, I agree. One and two were good. Days of Future Past was good. Um, I, I really don't know what what the behind the scenes was in Apocalypse. I did hear that there was a lot of problems uh, with Singer and uh, the writing, uh, you know, the writers in the movie. But, yeah, I mean, unfortunate that this, you know, uh, franchise pretty much ends like this. But can't wait for the reboot. I, I laugh because it's one of the rumors I saw was that the movie was supposed to be split in two and the CEO told them, no, you have to rush for a summer release. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm thank God it wasn't split in two. I didn't want I didn't want five more minutes of the movie when I was sitting in there. I couldn't wait for it to end. Yeah, yeah the That's movie crazy. was fine. Like it's watchable. I watched it. A no, I'm talking times. about uh, Dark fine. Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Was, was oh no, split bro. Too. Oh, Why? Yeah. Why would they want to no. do that? And trust crazy? me. If 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 you ever end up watching it, I don't even recommend it. But if you do, you you <laughs> won't even want another five more minutes of that film, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, that that wraps up X Men. That's it. And um, we'll see you guys in the MCU uh, in a couple of years. Yeah. And we'll see how that works out. Um, I'm guessing that we'll start to get uh, tidbits and hints uh, in the next couple of movies. Maybe not, not in Spider-Man, but what comes after Spider-Man. Sure. Um, we'll probably get uh, some uh, a little hint here and there. It's like, oh, this thing's happening in upstate New York. I don't know. We might want to check it out. Yeah. So... All right, well, let's go ahead and jump in, Joe, because we have a lot of stuff to to talk about. Um, I I really don't didn't do anything new. Um, I did watch Solo last week again. Uh, movie is actually kind of growing on me now. Um, I actually enjoyed it. Like the second time around, I liked it better than the first one sure. because I, I think I was uh um you know it was like the last Jedi sort of thing where you're 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 past the shock. And you like it better the second time? Well, the last Jedi I did like on the on the first yeah. pass, but yeah. um, but Pretty solo not so much. But the the second time around, I I did find um, find it quite charming. Now it's 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 not that it's fantastic, but it's it's watchable. It's good. So 
uh, and just kept playing Breath of the Wild. Uh, as I mentioned, I got the DLC. We'll talk about Breath of the Wild here in a few minutes. Um, and yeah, I just started going to the DLC. It's um, it's good. Again, I have nothing new to say. That is just it's just great. So uh, yeah, fantastic game. Again, highly recommend it. If you have a Switch, definitely must own. So um, I'm about like almost 200 hours in. I want to say, Joel, it's I'm sucked in really bad, and and I I think I'll keep playing because there's still a lot of stuff that I can do that I haven't done yet. Uh, there's still like little areas of the map where I don't see um, because with the DLC you can uh, you unlock basically what they call the hero's path, uh, and it shows you in the map where have you been. Basically, draws a line around the map and shows you the places where you've been. So there's a couple of places where I don't see the line. I was like, oh, I haven't visited that place yet. So I'll just go in and see what's up. Um, so I've been doing that and I've been doing uh, some of the, the DLC stuff. Um, and that's uh, that's pretty good. I did finish all the shrines and uh, go doing the DLC shrines now. Uh, but yeah, really good, man. Again, highly recommend this game. It's, it's fantastic. Um, Joel, let's go ahead and jump in to E3, man. Um, overall... I'd say pretty good um, compared to last year. Uh, I think last year may have been a little bit better, um, but you can definitely feel that we're in that transitional period now, for yeah. sure. Like last year, we felt it a little bit. There was a, a little bit of uncertainty, but this year, for sure, it feels like we, because we had a, a ton of CG trailers, uh, very little gameplay from different places. Um and things that we're we think just may come out next gen of course microsoft talked about their next gen plans um but let's go ahead and jump in joe uh, joel um the first thing that i have here is ea um that's the the first that happens the only thing i don't want to I, I don't care about madden i don't care about fifa we're not going to talk about sports games um, the game that's that's of importance here is Anthem. No, just joking. <laughs> it's, it's of course is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, uh, which we saw a gameplay trailer from uh, uh, from EA, and then we saw another story trailer at the Xbox uh, event. Joe, overall, still kind of cautious, but I I like what I see. Um, there's a, a, a few things that the game feels really safe, which is probably good because Star Wars right now needs a game that's, you know, even though it's safe and doesn't necessarily do anything significant and new, um, that's just a straightforward Star Wars experience. Uh, I think this is what this game is going to be. Um, but I like what I see, Joel. What do you think? Yeah, I, I like what I saw as well. Um, I like this new Jedi. I like the the game, the thirteen minute gameplay that that came out from this. Uh, you know, it looks like it's going to be a really fun experience. I like that they're connecting it that in between timeline between Episode three and Episode four. You've got um, Rogue One, Rogue yeah. One. You got Forrest Whitaker's character showing up in your Saw Gerrera. Uh, and that, spoiler for those who didn't see the <laughs> the gameplay, but it's it's there. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, it looks. Oh nice yeah, we're gonna me. talk about we're gonna talk about all this gameplay stuff. So guys, just so you know. Yeah, if you haven't, yeah. if you didn't watch anything at E three, what are you doing with this episode? Yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's all good. Um. Yeah, I I think graphically I saw some people complaining about it. It's fine. Um, it's it's not supposed to be 
<laughs> you know, The Last of Us, right? Or it's it's a, it's a well, and uh, they they made sure to say that that was uh, that was alpha footage, right? So you know, yeah, they, there's there's definitely because you can tell that there's textures missing, especially on the yes. Wookiees. Yes. Um, you know, there's there's definitely te- textures missing here and there, so the game's not complete. So what you saw uh, was just basically a vertical slice of uh, part of the game. So right, and then the other thing that stood out to me, Obed, was the mechanics. So like the force abilities that this guy, so he literally can uh, force pull somebody and then thrust them. That was my favorite move watching in the gameplay. Uh, he 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 seems pretty powerful. I I mean, of course, like I do watch it, and I'm like. This guy would not be this powerful because if he was, he this would die. Like, yeah, this, this guy's like Kylo Ren levels. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, eh, well, that's I love it for playing a video game. Like I'm gonna have a fun time, but story wise, I'm like, eh, yeah, if he was really that powerful, he wouldn't die because we all know this character doesn't show up in A New Hope, so he doesn't he doesn't make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly like, same thing. Yeah, yeah, you know what's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I like I, I like the lightsaber combat looks really good. Um, uh, some of the force powers very reminiscent of Force Unleashed. I thought the same um, thing. Yeah, uh, you do have a droid companion, kind of like the Battlefront Two story mode. Um, you do have the uh, the basically a time bubble where you can just stop blasters and and slow down stormtroopers. Yeah, it it looks good. I mean, uh, the graphic graphically it looks it looks fine. Um, yeah. Like I said, there's there's a couple a couple of rough place rough places, but they made sure to let us know that that's you know it's still alpha footage. There's still work to be done uh, in the graphics department. Um, November fifteenth, right, Joel, for this that's game. That's right, November. So they are putting it out this year. Game's coming out in February. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, we'll see. But your 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 point though on it is good. I think you should explain that. It's a good theory. Yeah. We'll so this this game is coming the same day as Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um. Yeah, I would definitely try and move away from that date. If not, then they're gonna really struggle. So we'll yeah. see. That's like basically like the Sonic movie moving away from the same date as Frozen Two. Right. It's a very smart move. So, um, I I think this game's gonna get pushed to February. Uh, which would be great because then that'll give the the team more time to polish, and you know, um, there's already a lot of stuff coming out at the end of the year. Uh, next year, bro, like the first six months are, are gonna be nuts. There's a ton of stuff coming out, so yeah, I, I think I think it's gonna be good. Um, not pre-ordering yet. I'm I'm probably gonna hold off for reviews on this one. Make sure that that everything's good and not. You know, uh, not make any mistakes, but uh, but so far, I, I like what I see. I agree. And yeah, that's pretty much what we're gonna talk about. EA. Um, yeah, pretty quick because there's a lot, not really talk much to talk about there. Just dance showing up. What else? That's Ubisoft. My bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I have a we'll take bit on. I have just yeah. dance on my notes, but but it's yeah. just for uh, for a fun fact, not because uh, yes, uh, not because I'm interested in in just dance. <laughs> really. Um, <is> <laughs> Come on, man! I gotta lose this weight. <laughs> I gotta burn off all these calories. Um, let's go ahead and move on to Bethesda, which I think was the worst of the conferences. Um, the uh, first thing that I want to address was the woohoo guy. Um, for those of you who watched this conference live, you noticed that there was what 
was most likely a plant from Bethesda in the crowd. Fake hype man. Going, yeah. Going, woohoo, yeah. Every time that they made an announcement. Um, it was really annoying. It got, it got to the point where it was just really annoying. Um, you would see the, uh, the, uh, the same five people in the front row giving standing ovations and wooing and it was kind of embarrassing i you know but i just felt that it was that that was kind of annoying um so full of 76 they they basically you know gave it a little apology and they said that they're gonna put npcs and people were cheering for npcs gosh I like, I don't know. See, it's the, this this thing about Bethesda, they can, you know, riding the 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 goodwill of the fans and oh, whatever, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever, whatever you guys think, right? Uh, but Doom looks good coming out November twenty two. Um, Wolfenstein comes out in July. They both look very good. Um, Wolfenstein looks really cool. What they're trying to do with that, you know, fighting Nazis and cyborgs in the eighties thing that they're doing. Um, that that's pretty cool to me. I really like that. Um, and uh, and of course, Doom's Doom. You know, you're gonna get you know a nonstop, fast-paced action mayhem uh, that Doom 2016 was known for. Uh, so both both of these games look good. Um, there's really not much to say there, Joel. I don't know if you if you have anything else to say about Doom and Wolfenstein. No, no, it's it was fine. I mean, Doom looked good. Yeah, and um, the one thing that I, the one game that uh, um, looks pretty interesting that I didn't expect these guys to see uh, back so soon was Arcane, uh, the guys behind the Dishonored series, uh, and they're coming up with a new IP called Deathloop, and um, that looks pretty interesting. Yeah. So, um, you know, they basically showed a CG concept trailer. This game most likely will be an X-Gen game, um, and that looked pretty cool. Uh but to me, the the game of the show and the moment of the show uh, was uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, a game um, by uh, Tango, and uh, of course uh, uh, that being the studio that Shinji Mikami uh, is at now, the studio that he founded after he left Platinum. Um, of course, Shinji Mikami being the creator of Resident Evil, director of Resident Evil Four. Uh, you know, he left Capcom, went to Platinum, uh, and then founded uh, 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 Tango. So, um, moment of the show being that Ikumi Nakamura, which is basically his uh, his protege, uh, and she showed up, and and she was the purest moment of E3, man, because he was it was so pure, non scripted, and and she was very genuine and. Uh, it basically, yeah, like she broke Twitter. I don't know if you saw that. She had a, I did. a couple hundred followers, and then the next morning she had like fifty three thousand followers. Because yeah, it like she she really came out came across as very genuine. Uh, and and Ikumi is very important because Ikumi has been working with uh, Mikami uh, for a very long time. She was uh, an art designer for Okami. Uh, she was an art designer for Bayonetta when she was in Platinum. So. So she left Capcom, mm. went to Platinum with uh, with Mikami, and then uh, and now is with Mikami over at Tango. Um, so um, 
But going back to the game, uh, this game looks real good. That they again showed us a CG concept trailer. Uh, again, th- I think this game is going to be next gen. Um, but it, it's it's the, it's the first trailer that I really want to sort of go in de- deep because it's sort of this people are disappearing in Tokyo sort of rapture scenario that's going on, um, and that's mixed with you know uh yokai and 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 japanese folklore and all this stuff going on at the same time um very interesting stuff that that they they're showing it's definitely going to be an action game because of the way the trailer ends uh it it ends with sort of a an action the beginning of an action sequence um so i think this game's probably going to be uh similar to maybe the evil within where you go around inspecting and then you will come across some action set pieces Right, very much like the creators probably, you know, just trying to mirror that, make it a horror. You know, it's it's gonna be an action game, like you're saying, but it definitely is also gonna be a horror too. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's she a, said a new, she, a new way of doing it. Yeah, Nakamura said it was gonna be a spooky game, like she right. said <laughs> during the presentation. <laughs> we we're working on a spooky game, yeah. So so yeah. that's pretty good. Um, so to me, that was the best. Um, uh, the best game uh, out of that conference was um was Ghostwire. Um, this is the one that, that I'm really interested on. Um, they showed a bunch of like CG stuff for friggin' Elder Scrolls Online. Mm. I, I, I'm i not an MMO person that doesn't really move my needle, doesn't do anything right. for me. I know that there's a lot of people that, that uh, you know, love ESO and, and, and all that and, you know, wow and, and, and whatnot, but to me, it just doesn't do anything. The same goes for Square Enix when they do the Final Fantasy fourteen stuff. And I know that Final Fantasy fourteen is supposed to be fantastic, but it just doesn't do anything for me. Um, but yeah, overall, pretty pretty mediocre show, except for the Ghostwire uh, bit. Uh, I, I found that to be the, the more, the more uh, entertaining part of that, um, of that show. Uh, Joe, do you want to run with Ubisoft with uh, uh, your uh, your boys over in the in France? Yeah, man. Well, first thing uh, it's got to be you know the one that's the the hot thing. I think one of the hottest games coming out of just in general E three, mm-hmm. um, which is Watch Dogs Legion. Like these guys look like they've got a really good game coming. We, you and I speculated in our predictions episode about it being set in that London period because that's what the rumors were, and it was absolutely confirmed. Uh, just looking at what they're doing, you know, before it was, um, you know, before the last few games, it was very much like, you know, just be undercover, hack into stuff. You have a group of people trying to, you know, take down whatever crooked system or individuals. This game is now not a matter of uh, you and your crew, but really anybody you can be um, because it seems like that there's a large uh, group of people that, that are trying to um, stop this technological uh, oversight that's going on. The story is, is a little bit, little bit hidden. We're going to get more into it, I'm sure, in a future trailer that will probably drop for the game. But from what we did see, uh, I'm really cool because you can, you know, some of the things they highlight is like you can be a grandma. <laughs> And like you know, break into somewhere because people least suspect the old Dude, lady. The, se- the sequence with the grandma was great. Yeah, man, <laughs> you could be a graffiti artist. Like you can, there, you can really be anybody. Is the idea in this game? And I think that's a really cool, um, diverse way of creating a game. Like you know, not not being isolated to the one character that you like. You're gonna have the ability to kind of jump around and have your own unique experience. 
Yeah, Buzz from the show floor is, is very, 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 very positive about this game. Yeah. A lot of people saying, like, like yo, this they're doing some really, really innovative stuff, uh, some next-level things that they're doing. Um, March of next year, right? That's I'm right. Wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I really liked what I saw. I'm not a big, uh, like you mentioned, not super big into Watch Dogs, but I'm willing to give this one a try. Yeah. Because it looks interesting enough where... Um, where I can try some crazy things and it would be, you know, a unique gaming experience for everyone because not everyone's going to choose the same people, right? I want to have an army of grandmas and that's all I want. So, <laughs> hey, let let the uh, viejas have their have their their battle. <laughs> uh dude, so I will I I I'm willing to give this game a a a, a chance for sure because yeah. um like it looks really good, um, the you know the the permadeath thing that they have going. It's also I, I like it. You know, it's like oh, if you lose your graffiti guy, too bad. You got to look for another graffiti guy because he dead. So, um, so I like that. Uh, really, really like where they like. It's funny because you, you Ubisoft say it's like oh, we try to make our games not political, but it's yeah, a, it's a it's a post Brexit. London, yeah, you know it's that's the, pe the people, you know, taking this and this battle in, in a different way than most people might think. Yeah, um, but yeah, for sure, I really, really like what I saw. Um, Joel, uh, Gods and Monsters. This is yes. by the the guys behind Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Odyssey. Uh, what do you think of that? Yeah, I, I like this one too. Like, I, generally speaking, Ubisoft actually had a, a pretty good showcase. Pretty um, solid, yeah. Pretty like. solid. But this is one of them that also really was cool because, like, you know what? We're not we're not getting an Assassin's Creed game right now. That's fine. But this Gods and Monsters game is kind of sticking to that genre, but a different artistic look. Like, if when you look at this game, I like uh, it. So, yeah, so you're sticking into that Greek mythology and um, the power of the gods, and and it's 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 cool. So it's just, they're giving you that same feel that you get in the, in the Assassin's Creed historical fantasy kind of world that they built, um, but doing it in a completely different look. And honestly, Obed, like I think does this game this game's gonna be I think on the Switch if I'm not mistaken, available on there. Um, because I don't look, know because I, I was looking huh? at it and I was like, I would, yes, it is. Sorry, it's gonna be on the, the Switch, yes, so it could be available on there. Because this looks like one of those games, like, I would just pick up and just play casually, you know, in that in that, in that regard. Yeah, so I they, love that, I love that option. Do they announce the date for this game or no? Uh, I could fact check that right now. Yeah, I don't, I think don't so. remember seeing it. I watched the Ubisoft uh, think live and and. I don't recall seeing... Uh, yeah, I don't remember uh, that either. Okay, so Gods of Monsters release date is February 25th, 2020. So oh, okay. February so 25th next year. That's dude, not that long away. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, again, the first six months of 2020 are going to be killer. Yeah. Uh, that, that's 2017 all over again, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I like it because I like the art style. It looks pretty cool. And, I mean, right. if, you, if you give me a cartoony Assassin's Creed with like you know greek mythology that's sounds pretty good to me man yeah uh, and what i like is the again going back to the art style is that we've always seen this sort of greek mythology thing with like we saw in god of war this gritty you know topless women and blood everywhere so and this is like a very different take on that and i really like it yeah i i agree they're they're, they're making it really nice uh looks like it can be a pleasant experience yeah 
Yeah, and and of course, you know, Odyssey being a great game too. So yes, uh, for sure, uh, looking forward to that. Um, there's a uh, a new Ghost Recon uh, that got announced, and uh, this is uh, featuring John <laughs> Bernthal. Yeah, better known as the Punisher. Um, they uh, basically showed another tone trailer for the game, um, and yeah, Joe um, John Bernthal, Bernthal showed up with his dog Bam Bam, and that's, that's another right. another one of the what 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 they're calling the Holy Trinity of E three this year. <laughs> um, so um, yeah. yeah, Joe, what do you think? It's I mean, it's this, Ghost Recon's good. Yeah, yeah, Ghost Ghost Recon's is is good. It's I mean, I'm I'm a fan of the Tom Clancy stuff in general. Um, but like, <laughs> it's funny that John Bernthal being in this game totally looks like. The Punisher. The Punisher. He just, I mean, like that's just, yeah. that's just what it is, guys. But it's it, the other funny thing is, like, we'll talk about it again later on. But there's a, a theme here of having uh, action stars now starring in games. Like, this is pretty cool. I'm a fan of this. You know, yeah. Obed. Like, how long ago would it have been that you know would have seemed like a joke? Actors would have like joked about being in video games like uh, that's not a real acting gig whatever well, and now we've got this world where we live in dude where it's cool thank Hideo Kojima for it man I agree Seriously. he has made it he's made it cool yeah he definitely made it cool um yeah and this is coming pretty soon man October 4th this year yes um and uh that's Ghost Recon Breakpoint is the uh full title of the game um but yeah it looks it looks good I mean uh um I that last one that that came out Wildlands. um I, Wildlands, yeah, I heard that there were some issues where the dialogue can get annoying because there's this dude bro sort of thing that they had going on with sure. the dialogue. Uh, but the game itself was pretty good. Um, and uh, they did release some really good expansions to it. Uh, the, they did the Sam Fisher thing and, you know, other expansions that they released. Uh, so I heard good things about the game. So, yeah, sure. Nice. Uh, there's a uh, um, uh, Division and For Honor are, are both getting expansions. Season 2 for uh, the Division 2 and For Honor is getting a whole new expansion as well. Great to see that they are continuing to um, to support uh, older games. And I think Ubisoft has been doing a good job, man. Overall, dude. Yeah. I, I, don't see, I don't see anything negative uh, from Ubisoft at the moment. I mean, they've been pretty solid. I agree. I thought it was a solid showing for them. Um, no real complaints at all, Obed. There's things that interest me more than other, but you know, just in general, looking at it objectively, like I, I, I think that they they delivered a very nice show that people who are fans of Ubisoft and their properties. Um, they'll be happy with the uh, you know existing names, and then they're also have things to look forward to. I mean, this do gods and monsters like that's. Not something that I would have typically had on my radar, but from the showing they had here, now I'm saying I might go out and get this game and venture out to something different. Ubisoft, uh, I think, had a really good show. And then the la- one of the other things that we mentioned also on here is also that they did announce uh, the division coming also uh, to to the, the big screen, uh, not uh, on te- not in not in the movie theaters, but being on television. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's with Netflix. They made a deal yep. with so Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal will be playing agents uh, in the Division uh, live action adaptation that will be on Netflix. Obed, I'm all for it. Cast, great, great cast. But I also, I believe there's a lot of um, rich characters and rich worlds that are built in the Tom Clancy games and, and really derives from his books. 
Um, so yeah. I, it's cool to see it live on in, 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 in a multimedia fast way. I watched uh, Jack Ryan, as you know. I've talked about it before. It was the very huge presence at Comic-Con this last year. I mean, they had a whole experience outside that was probably a multi-million dollar um, activation that the Amazon was doing. Um, probably the biggest activation out there outside. So obviously now that that was done with Amazon Prime, this now being on Netflix, so it's not going to be the same people putting it out there, but still just seeing the Tom Clancy legacy people live on, well, I'm all for it. I'll take more of that. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, and the last piece of news that I have from uh, Ubisoft <laughs> is that Just Dance 2020 is coming out, Joe. Um, but do you want to guess why this is on the list? Because of the Nintendo Wii. Yeah, because it's coming out on the Wii. <laughs> yeah. That's right, the Nintendo Wii, not Wii, Wii U. Not, yeah. The Wii 2006 yep. console? Yep, 2006 console. Yeah, it's coming out <laughs> on the friggin' Wii. <laughs> Just so. Dance. So all those uh, uh, elderly care centers and hospitals, they're getting their new Just Dance for their Wii. Oh yeah, man, you you knew it. You knew that. You knew you knew exactly why this was on the list. Oh, absolutely. It's crazy, dude. Because you saw that list, it's like, yo, this is on the Wii. Are yeah, I mean, serious? you know what? We joked about Just Dance in our prediction thing. I was like, it's always going to be there. There's never, there's, that's just the way that they've always done their show. Yeah. There's always a Just Dance segment. Yeah. But this was like a funny like tidbit, them, them just doing this. Why they had the inclination to do this, I don't know. They're, you're not going to make a profit off that. They're, you're distributing a game for a console that that is just not being used. But Probably cost them nothing, dude. I guess. I mean, yeah. I hope so. So, yeah, it's, but it, it's cool. It's a cool headline. I think it's I think it's funny. And yeah. I'll definitely talk to some people I know that were Wii owners and say, hey, you're going to get that Just Dance? Because, <laughs> Obed, you should just dance. <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> No, we fit. No, just dance. I'm fine, Joe. I'm good. PlayStation Move, you know. Nah, yeah, I'll get a move for VR, but not, not for dancing. Not for dancing, or or anything sports related. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's cool. that. Yeah, uh, Screen Joe. And here's when things start start getting good. We're we're gonna go up. We're gonna up go up from here. Go down from here and go up from here. So. So that's that's gonna be our our, our next uh, bit, and um, yeah, Final Fantasy VII looks great, dude. There's no going around it. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it looks fantastic, and and of course, I went ahead and nailed that date of March next year. Um, that was right right on the money. Um, yeah, I am really excited, Joel. Um, the only thing that to me is a is a huge bummer is that, um, of course, the game is going to be episodic. They they uh, um, they uh, interviewed uh, I think Yoshino Kitase from Square, and and they asked us like, oh, so how many episodes? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, okay, so I mean, I'm predicting that there's going to be three episodes. Um, and uh yeah but it's it's crazy dude because they're saying that basically this what this game's basically going to be the midgard area of uh final fantasy 7 which if you play final fantasy 7 you know it'll take you about 15 20 hours to get out of midgard 
but they're saying that they're expanding uh, the experience to to make this you know a full length of a game. So they're saying that this thing's gonna be like forty hours, um, and it's gonna come in two discs. Like this is a huge, huge game. Um, of course, March twenty twenty, but it's gonna be episodic. Again, my prediction is that it's gonna be three. Um, and yeah, I really like what I saw. I really love the uh, battle system, where your standard attacks are just you know uh, attack with a button. And then once you're ready to get do your special moves, once the ATB gauge fills up, that basically time stops, and then you can choose your special move. Uh, so if you want to use like a special attack move, or if you want to use magic from Materia, or use a summon, um, I I really loved it. Um, I the game looks gorgeous. I I can't wait. I'm I'm. You, you knew I was sold from before. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't need to sell you on this game because I was sold since 2015, since they first showed the trailer originally. Um, but I, I, what what I saw and what they did with this game was just fantastic, and, and I, I can't wait. It looks it looks great. Uh, pre-ordered the Deluxe Edition. I'm not going with a crazy $329 uh, you know what? Iron Rider, whatever they're calling it, edition looks great. Yeah, you get a statue. That that statue, by the way, is like the fourth reissue of that statue, and they are they're expensive. Like that, not not statue, but a figure. Uh, and I remember like this figure is is usually like around one hundred and fifty dollars. Well, you know, out if you were going to buy it separate. Um, so you know you're getting a you're getting a decent package. And if it's if it's like a like a like numbered or something or if there's something different to the figure itself i think you're a collector you know it's probably worth it but you know i got too much stuff i don't have any more space in this room anyway i'm still trying to find a a small table where i can put a crt that i found somewhere so i can hook up my nes to but uh but yeah joe anything else on on ff7 man it just looks great to me yeah it looks great you nailed it on the head bro but they're your final fantasy predictions for this game for the, for this uh, e3 um yeah i like i like the trailers i it's been a while 2015 that that announcement but you know what it looks good from what we see here now we've got you know that that good positive publicity coming out about it so not gonna have to wait that much longer. That that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And of course, development on this game was restarted because yeah. this game was being done by CyberConnect2, and the game was taken away and restarted by by Square internally about two right. years ago. So you know, um, they 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 they've actually done a, a decent job at, at putting this thing out. In yeah. my opinion. So yeah, um, Final Fantasy VIII Remaster, and I, I'm glad that we can talk about this, Joel. Because people still confuse remaster and remake, right? I know. And and it, it gets me. So Final Fantasy VII Remake is a remake from the ground up of a previous game with everything new, basically. A remaster is what they're doing to Final Fantasy VIII, where they're updating the character models, basically, in the backgrounds. That's yeah. it. It's essentially the same game. Just paint it up, clean it up a little. Exactly. Uh, although, Joe... Um, Final Fantasy VIII, the reason that it hasn't been out at all since the original release is that uh, during, um, well, what the urban legend behind it, 
which is most likely true, uh, is that uh, the when, when Square Square was doing doing cleanup on their uh, on their storage devices uh, at the uh, you know at their headquarters, um, and they they erased the game. So they erased the code, they erased the assets, right? Uh, and the game was lost. Uh, same thing happened to Kingdom Hearts One. Uh, those assets were lost, um, and they had to recreate the game using the 3DS assets uh, when they did the rem- the remaster that came out for PS3. So, um, so that's why that game hasn't been out at all. Um, yeah, it looks good because those character models look pretty decent. Um, and of course, it's gonna be the same game, but it looks it looks fine. I never got around to actually play Final Fantasy VIII, so I may. Uh, Take the opportunity and play it, um, because it's Final Fantasy. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it, it looks fine. It, like the like I said, the character models look good, and you know it's gonna be the same game. But yeah, um, that might be a good idea just to grab it and, and, and see what what it's all about. I know I know it's not like super world super world regarded like seven and nine and ten after that. So, um, but may give it may give it a chance. Um, there's some uh, another remaster that's coming out. Um, it's the uh, uh, Final Fantasy uh, Crystal Chronicles that came out originally on the GameCube. Uh, now with online play, instead of having to plug in a GBA to your console, now you can just connect online uh, for multiplayer. So um, so that's that. There's not much to say about that. Again, it's a remaster from the GameCube game, so it looks fine. Um, there's uh, some unreleased games uh, that are uh, the unreleased Mana games that came out yep. uh, um in in Japan, I believe uh, they're calling this one Trials of Mana. Yep. Um, and uh, this game was is supposed to be really really good. Uh, this was a Super NES game uh, that came out very late in the Super Nintendo's life or the Super Famicom's life uh, over in Japan, um, and it's supposed to be a fantastic game. Uh, so it's the first time it's going to be available outside of Japan. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of people are really excited for this game. So. Uh, and and of course the other big showcase piece and piece and, and we're gonna talk probably quite a bit about this one, Joe. Uh, we finally got to see the Avengers game, Joe. Uh, the, with uh, with um, with with Captain Patriot and the Iron Guy and Angry Man and and Dark Spider Lady and yeah, I'm sorry, Joe. It's not the MCU. <laughs> yeah, that that's the best. That's really the problem that we both had with uh, with what we saw from this game. You know, gameplay wise, we we only got glimpses of it, but it looked okay. Like from those quick uh, cuts that are shown in the the trailer, um, it looked cool. And, and you heard apparently that that on the show floor, people who did get to try it out, they actually liked the gameplay. Yeah. So I heard uh, from three different uh, people that went to their uh, closed doors presentation um, and they they did say it's like oh yeah like combat actually looks pretty good like the game looks good in action and and they were actually playing it live it wasn't just a trailer like there was someone from Square Enix playing the game and right. and you can tell that they were playing the game because they were making mistakes and getting hit and whatnot so uh, so it wasn't like like scripted so yeah no and, and that's and that's awesome so I, I, you know, like from what we hear, like gameplay wise, which is what they made, they made a game. Like it's it's it plays. It looks like it's gonna be gonna be fine and fun, uh, from at least what we're hearing. But what we saw, 
the aesthetics is what we both uh, really complain about. I think what a lot of people complain about. I think it's kind of ridiculous. Some people are writing the game off because of how it visually looks. That's a little crazy now. I don't think I'm going to take it there. Let's see how it actually plays. Rumors are it plays good, but let's wait till we see some type of gameplay, um, you know, video out there that we can see what it's, what we should expect it to look like when you're actually yeah. playing it. But cinematically, yeah, the character models don't look good. I mean, that's yeah. just straightforward. I mean, Black Widow looks like. Uh, Lord, Lord Farquaad, <laughs> that, that's not, <laughs> that's a problem. You know, people were really mad about Hawkeye not being the game, which apparently he's coming on later on. Uh, yeah, because the they showed Hank so. Pym at the end, yeah. And they said that there's going to be heroes coming yeah. in, doing their own thing. And, yeah, one and, of the devs tweeted it out saying, don't worry, fans, we hear you, more is yeah. coming. Yeah, and they did, also, they did say, it's like, we're, we're taking your feedback seriously, you know, very seriously, yeah. and we're going to uh, work on, on making the game that you guys want, so... Uh, yeah. So those um, character models may go away. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but the only two that I had an issue with was a uh, uh, wide cap because he, he like his torso was really wide, uh, and it's because he had like a weird armor. Yeah. He almost almost looked like the armor that uh, Crossbones wears on uh, Civil War. Yeah, yeah, the beginning of the Civil War movie. Um, and I mean, in action it looked fine, but yeah, Black Widow it doesn't look good. No. But up. I think Bruce Banner looked really good. And Tony um, Stark did, was good. And Tony Stark looked good. Thor. And Thor. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Thor's Thor, you know. Yeah, Thor's Thor. Yeah, and then uh, um, yeah, and the Hulk itself uh, looked good, too. So. Yeah, when he's in Hulk form. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, also this game's going to be a, 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 a growing service game like Destiny. Uh, but they did confirm uh, that all the DLC and add-ons are free, uh, and there's no pay-to-win mechanics or loot boxes. So that's yeah. good. That's very good. They, yeah. they hyped this game up a lot. You and I were were sitting waiting for this thing to get released, and then what we saw, what we saw. You know, we're looking at it objectively. I mean, the marketing on it is pretty crazy. I don't know if you saw Obed the the tweet that, and I guess in LA they actually turned a building into the Avengers Tower. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty, it's pre- it actually is really cool. I'm not going to lie. If I was driving and I look up and I see the Avengers Tower, I'm just, I'm pulling over. <laughs> nice. So it's, uh, it, it, I thought that was pretty cool, but you know, hopefully it lives up to the, to the hype when we actually get some gameplay that people start seeing, receiving it more positively as they make changes with the character models and all that. So I, I still, I'm still optimistic that they have time to, to do what they need to do and, and, and I'm not writing it off by how it looks. Yeah, it's a year away. It's May 2020, so right. Um, that's the date they gave us. So uh, also, they did drop the oh, if you if you play the game on PS4, there's some special stuff for you, which means that Spider-Man's probably gonna be a PS4 exclusive character. Right. I mean, that's basically what it is. Uh, which why why else would you buy this on another system if you can get Spider-Man as a PS4 exclusive? I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, uh, impressions from the floor are very, very positive. So, you know, it, it's just uh, the art design is just weird. And it's, again, we had the same issue with Marvelous Capcom where we had this muscly cap and the weird-looking Doctor Strange and all this stuff. So whoever's, whoever's uh, approving uh, the, the licensing usage for, you know, characters at Marvel... That that person's probably the one to blame, 
because this is the second time this has happened. So, mm. you know, uh, there there has to be someone at Marvel that's causing all this. You know, like, oh, no, make it make Captain America look like a big muscle guy. You know, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, looks fine. I mean, what, again, the, the little, you know, uh, two second things that we saw here and there look good. Um, and yeah, and the overall impressions are positive. So I'm positive about it. I think it's going to be fine. Same. They have time. Yeah, yeah they have time. So, um, you know, it's, at least that's aesthetics is the issue. It's not, probably not gameplay. So I'm pretty sure that it's something that they can address. Um, Microsoft. Okay, Joel, talk about dropping the ball really bad, bro. Because I've been saying it, it's thirty-three to w- it's thirty-three to win. It's handed because, to them. Yeah, they basically they basically had the show. It was like this is our moment. Let's make this happen, and it was just boring, zero gameplay, Joel, and just nothing that it. I mean. Nothing that I that, that I would go out of my way to get, right? Um, and and what you could go out of your way to get, the one that actually stuck out to me, is not exclusive to the Microsoft platform. Keanu so. is not exclusive to Xbox. Yeah, it was a can, cool, one of the coolest parts of their presentation is Keanu was coming out there. But, like, <laughs> that's cool for me because guess what? I can still get the game. If I don't have your console, exactly. Yeah, it's like I, I, I was like, wow, I can't wait to play, you know, <laughs> Cyberpunk on my PS4, because, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. They have zero exclusives in Halo. I mean, we'll talk about Halo in a minute, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, Cyberpunk was great. Keanu Reeves is gonna be there. He's not just gonna be a, a cameo character. No, uh, he's gonna be basically your your autocon. So he's gonna be right. with you. And guiding you throughout the entire game, basically. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and that comes out uh, April next year. Yeah. So that's another big one coming out next year. And uh, I mean, I can see this game getting delayed till like summer, but uh, next year. But yeah, uh, they they may hit that date. Yeah. Um, but it looks good. I mean, there's there's not much to say because they didn't show anything. They just showed, you know, a CG trailer. Yeah. There's really nothing to say. There's there's nothing to say about anything that Xbox showed because the, it was all a CG trailer. Uh, no Forza, Joe. <laughs> so Forza stuff the just dance of Xbox and they didn't show they anything. Didn't do it. it was that bad. They even, not even Forza showed up. Uh, well, they had DLC for, for Horizons 4 with the Lego stuff, but, oh, yeah, yeah. but I'm not a new game. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming that they're working on their next-gen stuff because card games are always show pieces for uh, new hardware. So <laughs> Forza's for Project Scarlet. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Battletoads. That looked not good. I mean, I don't know. I was expecting like to see a character model from like the one from uh, Killer Instinct when uh, oh, when, yeah. when Rash was in Killer Instinct in Killer Instinct. So I was expecting to see something like that, but then we got this cartoony stuff, and it's cartoony stuff that doesn't even look good. No, I don't. I don't. I just we're not we're not batch again. We're not getting paid because Sony's not here. No, <laughs> they, they, um, and it's funny because the the um, Microsoft conference ended, 
And everyone was like, wow, Sony didn't even have to show up to win E3. Because there was, like, nothing happening. And even Xbox fanboys, Joe, because I went back on YouTube and... Oh, yeah. I, I watched the Xbox fanboy channels because they're very entertaining. Yeah. Um, and there was... And even them were like, yo, this is crazy. And now they're like, wait until E3 2020. It's like, they've been waiting for E3 since 2015. You know? <laughs> it's been almost five years. Yeah, there's... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I thought, you also sent me a forum, like, you know, of there's some conversation between fans about the show and how they felt. And, man, like, just not... not no positive buzz at all. Uh, most fans were actually speaking negatively of the show. Uh, Obed, I mean, you and I talk about this like every single time uh, we've had our E3, you know, episodes. Like we we talk about it positively before. We're like, let's see, they have an opportunity here. This is the biggest opportunity this year that they we had all thought, in a long all, time. Yeah, we all thought that this was going to be the one. It was like, yo, this is what we got. What games? <laughs> Explosions. Yeah. Michael Bay directed the the conference, you know, but yeah. but yeah. no, it's just boring and no gameplay yeah. and like a billion indie games that no one cares about because you're not gonna sell an Xbox console to a hardcore gamer, right? With that Bambi game that they showed, and you know, let's talk about the Elite controller, Elite version two. $180? $180 for controller to me is a bit much. Uh that's that's coming from a guy coming from a guy that spent $250 on his fight stick. Uh you know, but I mean it's a fight stick, but it's different. Yeah. It's different, exactly. Um but I I mean for the tech that they're using, right? Uh and it finally has a rechargeable battery and uh USB-C and the improvements that they made and ha uh, giving you the ability to actually adjust the tension on the springs for the uh, sticks. That's pretty neat, man. That to me, that when I saw that, I was like, oh, you can adjust the tension? Oh, yeah, that's pretty freaking cool. Like, I, I kind of like that. Uh, 180 is a bit much. I mean, sure. I, I'm, I don't have an Xbox, so this doesn't do anything to me, but I'm pretty sure that, that Xbox fans and uh, and people that play competitive gaming on Xbox uh, will really appreciate this and um, yeah I think it's a really nice looking you know piece of hardware you know peripheral so um, yeah I mean that's pretty cool that might be, that might be a positive thing coming out of it how at least it looks and what they what they upgraded to it and price points is killer but but I don't think it's for the casuals yeah exactly um, Blur Witch no one cares <laughs> uh no gameplay again. Flight Simulator, Joel. Um, welcome back to nineteen to the nineties. Um, it's for PC. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be uh, for Xbox too, but yeah, uh, they did show Flight Simulator, Joel. Uh, they showed the new uh, Minecraft dungeon, uh, but that's also coming out on Switch. And yeah, that's coming out for everything. That's not not an Xbox <laughs> exclusive. Uh, Fantasy Star Online Two, Joel. Uh, five years too late, in my opinion. Yep. This game, this game's been out on the Vita since like 2012 <laughs> in Japan, uh, and it's been out in Asia uh, on the Vita since like 2013, I think. Uh, it's free to play. You know, it's on PC. It's it, it's a good MMO from what I've heard. 
uh, very popular. So, but it's interesting to see that Sega went with Microsoft and uh, was able to actually score Fantasy Star Online 2. Uh, the rumor is that there's a big issue with uh, text and um, the way they handled the text on uh, on the Japanese version, that all that translation needed to be done. Um, and the rumor is that uh, Microsoft will be leveraging the Azure cloud to do the translation. Mm. And that way, Sega doesn't have to you know, pay a localization team and all that stuff. Right. So Microsoft is uh, helping them with uh, getting the translation done for the game, uh, basically like on the fly. So, uh, so that's pretty neat. Uh, but that's coming out for Xbox and PC. So uh, very interesting. Uh, Gears 5 uh, comes out September 5th. Um, no gameplay during the show, but like right after the show, they did show multiplayer and, and it's Gears, you know, it looks fine. Uh, I don't think Gears is a. Uh, I, I don't think it has the same buzz around it like it once had, just like Halo. Um, but uh, but this one's supposed to be have a, a really good campaign. Uh, they're gonna try and do different things on it, so uh, we'll see how that comes out. Um, and the uh, last game that I just want to talk about is Bleeding Edge, is the one by Ninja Theory. Of course, Ninja Theory. Uh, they made um, Hellblade and uh, the DMC, Devil May Cry, and uh, Heavenly Sword for PS3. So they got acquired by Microsoft, and they're doing a new game called Bleeding Edge. It's basically a melee uh, multiplayer uh, online game. So it's like a 4v4 melee game. Um, looks kind of cool. The art design's weird, but... Um, but the uh, the combat designer is the uh, the same. Uh, um, she was the same combat designer that did the combat for uh, DMC Devil May Cry, which was fine. I mean, it's not DMC Five by any stretch of the imagination, but it's it's fine. You know, it's 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 it feels good. So um, yeah, interested to see what that comes out to be like, and um, that's uh, pretty much when it comes to games that on Xbox because. Don't, it was a quick one. We was, just we just don't care. Just, I just don't care. Yeah, exactly. Now, the thing the thing that we should have been talking about when I say should have been talking, not that we didn't spend time here, but like it should have caused a buzz. It should have been something that really um, ended the show and and an amazing you know astonishment is Project Scarlet, and what they showed. <laughs> People didn't necessarily like what it looked like. The Halo uh, Infinite on there, like it just did not look great. Um, you know, it, the specs sound cool, the, the 8K and 120 frame. Like it sounds really I don't think that's nice. Impossible. Yeah, bro. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> so it's, it's, I just it's, I just watched a video. Uh, um, Linus Tech Tips put uh, put out a video today, um, and uh, he got an 8K TV, Samsung. And plugged in like a top of the line gaming desktop to it, like, and I'm talking about like a you know oh, a, yeah. a gaming rig, a couple thousand dollar gaming rig, uh, and he wasn't able to hit AK30. He was <laughs> he he hit AK29. Wow. wow. Uh, and and the, the the frame pacing was all over the place. Wow. So I don't I don't think that's gonna happen on a console. Yeah. It's gonna be an upscaler. It's probably gonna have like a hardware built in upscaler. Yeah. Uh, but the game will still probably render at 4K. 
So I thought that I thought that was that goes thing. for the PS5 too. I don't think that. Oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I'm with you. And I think that that was the thing. Like I, I predicted to you, Obed. I said they're gonna play it safe. They're just gonna talk about what they're trying to do, what they're working on. They're not gonna give a title. I, I said that in our predictions episode. They, they definitely talked about what they're trying to do. They did not give a title, just with the project that they're working on. Project Scarlet's a code name that's I, that we, you and I both know, it's not gonna be the, the final name. Um, and so you know, it, it's. Um, it's not, uh, it's not surprising, you know, just because it just seems like it's something that, uh, you know, they're going to take their time with. And, and really, if they wanted to, uh, strike the ground first, they had the opportunity. You know, I think that's something that's always helped in the, the so-called quote unquote console wars. It's always they been to get the high ground. Who's, yeah. Who's exactly who get the high <laughs> ground. If you're the, if you're the first one to put out your, your, the announcement of your console, then that's usually a good sign for sales and for publicity, but it's just not, uh, not what it seems like what they needed. Yeah. And they're, you know, again, pushing the no low times thing like Sony did. Yeah. Uh, no low time. Microsoft, if you want to buy the site, it's fine. I'll sell it. <laughs> um, the uh, other thing is that it's it's just very comparable to to our, what we've heard for uh, for PS5. They only said they only talked about one console, Joe. So I don't think they're gonna do with the separate SKUs. I think they may have one that, that comes with a Blu-ray drive and one that doesn't, and that's it. Wow. Uh, I think they're just gonna go with that. Um, but yeah, holiday 2020. That's it's what they said. Um, and then they showed Halo Infinite. And uh, and and people didn't like it because it was again in a small area and a small ship. Uh, lighting was fantastic. Don't get me wrong; like lighting effects that, uh, that were on uh, on this uh, demo looked phenomenal, like uh, top notch lighting effects, uh, reflections, all this stuff that they had going on looked great. Um, but they, I think, fans wanted a game that was. You know, show the outside like um, like the previous trailer when they teased it last year and they showed like animals and an open field and all this stuff. Uh, so the rumor is that this Halo game is going to be like a reinvention. It's going to be basically uh, Halo Skyrim. And, you know, that's probably what Halo needs right now, which is basically a reinvention of the series of the franchise. Um, and, if, and if it's that, then that's probably going to be great. Um but at the same time, you know, fans wanted more. And what they showed, fans weren't necessarily excited about. Uh, there were some things here of with the graphics. And they, I think it's that we're reaching Uncanny Valley territory when it comes to games graphics. Um, and, and some of the face the facial stuff didn't look really particularly good. But but yeah, I mean, other than that, it's, it's Microsoft, man. Um, they had the ball. Uh, Phil Spencer said that uh, I don't know if you if you heard what he said. Uh, um, I can't remember where exactly, but he said something, and I'm paraphrasing. It's like um, we all suffer because of Sony's absence, uh, and it's man. I mean, again, competition is a good thing. It'll push you to do better, and them not knowing what Sony's gonna do has they has them on their toes, man. Competition um, is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And then there was rumors that uh, Phil Spencer said that he wanted to put put Halo on on PS4 and stuff like fanboys started. Ugh, it got it got crazy, man. Uh, but if you if you listen to the messaging that Phil before uh, talking about Scarlet, the messaging that Phil Spencer was 
uh, uh, was conveying was that we want to give every gamer, regardless of platform, regardless of what uh, on on what they game on, to play Microsoft's games. That's that's basically what he said on, on his messaging. So again, it wouldn't surprise me that XCloud will be available on PS4 or and Switch. I so. think so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily bringing the games, but whenever X Cloud is ready, right. um, which they're probably going back to the drawing board since they're working with Sony on on that now. So, you know, uh, so I may take a couple of years. Uh, also, Joe, uh, real quick, going back to U- Ubisoft, uh, they did announce, uh, and and Phil Harrison from Google was there that they are indeed having a very strong partnership with Stadia, and basically all of their games are going to be on Stadia. Um. Uh, and they also did announce the uh, the UPlay service that we we predicted as well. So um, we skipped that because it wasn't games. But yeah, it's a service. It's actually pretty good, ten bucks a month, and uh, you got a over hundred games, classics and new, all the Assassin's Creeds. It's not too bad. Um, but yeah, I mean the the messaging Microsoft's definitely signaling at something, and uh, I mean we'll see what it is. Joel, we're going to the hands-down winner of E3, and that is Nintendo. Um, and uh, of course, the one again prediction that I that I that I called last last week, they're gonna tease something big, something Breath of the Wild big, and they they showed a sequel to Breath of the Wild, uh, which actually had a trailer, and they're using the same engine. So I think this game's not too far away, Joel. I think this game's coming next year. I think this game's gonna be uh, set November is gonna be the Pokemon slot for next year, like November fifteen for of next year. Um, that's my prediction for that Zelda game. Uh, but yeah, um, it looked good. Uh, we see what we're assuming is a uh, the, the mummified Ganondorf remains, and. Um, and I, I've been, you know, catching up on Zelda lore since going into Breath of the Wild because game's real good. Um, so I'm up to date on that. And uh, yeah, I, there's some kind of spoilerific stuff going on in this in this uh, um, in this trailer. But yeah, man, uh, Breath of the Wild is getting a sequel. Yeah, and and I you've talked spoken very well Breath of the Wild, friends. I know that I've played the game, spoken very well of Breath of the Wild. So I'm glad that they're um, not dragging their feet. They've got the next thing in the works. They announced it; it's coming. Yeah, definitely, they're gonna try with a uh, to to do with a little darker tone based on what they said. Um, so yeah, can't wait to see what it is, man, for sure. Uh, the other Zelda game is Link's Awakening. It's coming out November 20th, and that looks super cute. That little toy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, nice. sort of uh, art design that they have—it's yeah. it looks really good. Yeah, that style is going to get a lot of the younger audience and those of us that are older too. But it's it's a good, good, uh, good different take on Zelda. Yeah, it looks it looks real nice, and um, it's supposed to be a really good game. I heard you know a few people say that this is their their favorite game ever. Uh, some saying that they're it's their favorite Zelda game ever. I never got to play it. It was on the Game Boy originally, so. Um, yeah, I may I may check it out. We'll see. Uh, Joe Panzer Dragoon. It's a game that that I had for the Sega Saturn, and it's getting a, a sort of remaster slash remake thing here. Um, as soon as the 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 music started during the trailer, I was like, "It's Panzer Dragoon!" 
It's about, yeah. So, um, it's about a minute long trailer that they show. They did show some gameplay, but yeah, Panzer Dragoons yeah, coming they're back. Cla- they're classifying it as a, as a remake, so it's for a new generation, a new experience, but uh, trying to still stay faithful. Yeah, yeah. This game's really good. Fantastic music. I remember back in the day, I was really impressed with the uh, uh, the water the water graphics. Um, because they, uh, for some reason, they just seem to flow very, very well. So, uh, very, very impressed with that. So, um, I, I might check it out because it's Passenger Goon, man. Uh, and then we got some Smash news, man. Uh, we got Banjo. the heroes. Banjo! We got Banjo on Smash, finally! Yeah! That's a big one. Um, people have been asking for Banjo since Melee, so... It's, it's been a while, man. Phil Spencer said it was one of the easiest deals for him to make. Yeah, and um, there's rumors that there's going to be a uh, the, the, the remaster that came out for the 360. Um, it's coming out for the Switch. Oh, wow. So there's ru- cool. yeah, there's a bigger deal there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's rumors that that's going to happen. Um, I think that Microsoft should let those rare franchises to go back and forth. I think it's a very wise thing to do. Yeah. Um, and the heroes from Dragon Quest are going to be on Smash. Uh, long overdue, since Dragon Quest has always been, uh, you know, a big, big, big deal in Japan uh, ever since the NES, ever since the first games came out. Uh, of course, we saw them move to PlayStation like a lot of Square Enix franchises or Square uh, Soft franchises did, uh, but they eventually came back to Nintendo. Um, there's a few on the 3DS and uh, Wii U. Um, so, yeah, having the heroes from Dragon Quest on in Smash, uh, also a big deal, man. Um, kind of a surprise here, Joel. The Witcher 3 is coming out on the Switch. I don't know how that's going to run, but sure. Um, apparently, it's uh, 720p docked and like 540p on docked at 30 frames a second. So... It's doable. I mean, yeah, it's cool. it's fine. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, the game. Uh, I remember when it first came out on PS4, it was uh, a little chuggy here and there. Uh, they did patch it, and and and, and it ran better. Uh, it runs pretty good on the Pro, from what I heard. Uh, but yeah, that's coming out on the Switch. Uh, Animal Crossing is a, a big Nintendo franchise yeah. that a lot of people are waiting for. Uh, that got delayed to till twenty uh, March twenty twenty twenty. Um, Nintendo said today that they are not going to expose their development teams to crunch and they want to give them the time that they need to finish the product the way they should be. So we got to applaud them for that, bro. Yep. That's great. Seriously. With all this news that we talked about crunch and hundred hour weeks and all this stuff, they get um, it. They, they absolutely get it. Yeah. And it's Nintendo. Like from, from what I heard is a great place to work at. So, um, people that work at both Nintendo in Japan and here in the U S. So that's awesome. Um, you know, uh, it's great that they're taking care of their guys. Uh, absolutely. Um, got Contra is coming back. So Konami's not dead. Contra Road Corps coming out in, uh, September 24th. It's basically a 3D Contra game of sorts. Um, we'll see what it is. It, it looks it looks okay. It doesn't look fantastic, but it looks it looks serviceable. So 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 we'll see what that's all about. Um, and uh, the other big thing that they showed that we already knew was coming out this year, but we did get a full trailer for uh, was Luigi's Mansion 3, uh, my daughter's most an- anticipated game of E3. <laughs> <laughs> she absolutely loves Luigi. So, nice. 
Um, so this game, um, I may have to get it because I will not hear the end of it, Joe. Yeah, bro. Um, <laughs> for those of you that are that are listening via podcast, I'm rocking a Mario and Luigi shirt right now. Man, my daughter loves that dude. He's great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that looks really cool. Uh, with that Guigi mechanic, and where you have could make a yes. a clone out of goo and get through spikes and other you know hazards, awesome. um, and and solving puzzles together with you know Luigi and Guigi and, and uh, I'm uh, a fan. Pretty, uh, yeah, yeah, it looks really good. It looks it looks really good. Um, always wanted to play one of these games. I never played them. Uh, well, I you know I didn't own a GameCube. I was actually going to get a GameCube. Uh, back uh, back in the day, but uh, I skipped for the PS2, uh, which was a good choice. But, it's a great choice. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, it, Nintendo has a sol- rock solid, bro. Rock solid uh, list here that they showed in E3. Uh, some really good surprises. Um, I, I can't wait for Zelda, for all the Zelda, for Link's Awakening and, uh, you know, uh, the Breath of the Wild sequel. sequel. Um, Luigi's Mansion, all this stuff—it's so good, man. Uh, they they did they did bring it. Um, they showed some more of Astral Shane. The game looks great. Uh, they they have a lot of stuff that's coming out this year. So uh, then between uh, Death Stranding, Star Wars, and what whatever's coming out for the Switch, man, it's like my Christmas list is done. And then next year, Final Fantasy is coming out. Uh, you know. Everything we got Persona coming out again next year, man. Um, new consoles. I'm probably not gonna get it next year. I'll wait because oh, that first batch is always bad. You know, you know what it is, man. We'll see. You know I'm, I'm, I'll, 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 I'll just. Wait I'm itching. See. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not itching, gonna. But... I'm not gonna say from now. I'm not gonna get it. But I'm with you. Typically, I wait. Typically, yeah, I wait. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait at least six months for that first batch to to go. Um, interesting tidbit. Joe, um, from Nintendo, um, before we close it down, um, GameSpot, uh, they, late yesterday, they, they, they did a report, um, and apparently Nintendo is moving Switch production out of China because of politics, um, (laughs) yeah, and, and is going to move that production to Southeast Asia, uh, which is most likely most likely going to be either Thailand or, or Vietnam, and basically what they're saying is that that's going to be the the new Switch models. Uh, apparently that started this week, and they're making two new Switch models mm. at this facilities in Southeast Asia. So again, this is a, a this was games Gamespot put it out there. I think we'll see a Nintendo Direct probably around September. Oh sure. And we'll probably get the uh the Switch smaller handheld Switch before Christmas this year. That's going to be like their big Christmas thing and then probably summer next year we'll get an an updated more powerful more powerful Switch. Uh I don't think that Switch is coming out uh anytime soon. Um but just a miscellaneous note that I have here Joe, uh Konami Announced a Turbo Graphics 16, 16 Mini console coming out uh, with some games. Of course, Turbo Graphics 16 being basically uh, the uh, console that was made by NEC. Uh, it was an 8-bit console with a 16-bit video processor. Um, 
and uh, this game came out, I believe, a, a year before the Genesis, the Sega Genesis came out. Um, so they're they're very comparable, uh, very interesting games. Um, the very niche console, very obscure console. Um, you know, it's it's known now because people are more now into collecting and retro gaming. Um, but even back in the day, Joel, this was a, a very niche console. I only knew like one kid that had it. Um, because everyone else had an NES or a Genesis or, or a Master System, because back in PR, a Master System was a big deal. So, um, so uh, Konami's go ahead and uh, and they're doing uh, this mini console. Uh, we'll see. There's not a lot of details. It did announce a few games, R Type and and whatnot. Um, that's uh, that's coming out for the for this machine. Uh, but we will get more details in the future. Um, but yeah, Joe, that's that was basically Ken- E3. Konami keeps kicking. They're trying. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I'll wait to see what the uh, the the final list uh, of games for this thing is. Uh, by the way, there is a final list for the Genesis Sega Genesis Mini. Uh, I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it on the docket. We can talk about it next week. For, for sure. That. Sounds great, uh, guys. Yep. Thank you so much. This has been a really fun episode. Uh, we've got. I mean. Tons of stuff we could continue to talk about. It's Seriously. been really good, uh, and I, I always enjoy it with you oh, every year. Obed, it's it's a ton of fun. Gotta keep We're, it going. Gotta keep it going, and, and it would have been fun to do a live stream, but hey, you never know if uh, PSX if that happens. We don't know. You know, maybe we'll do something. But uh, but we really enjoy it, guys, and we hope you guys, if you found us for the first time, that you make sure you become a subscriber to our our, our show here. We're uh, available on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. We also want to invite you to subscribe to our show on YouTube for the video version. Um, please make sure to follow us on our social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, guys, uh, make sure you are welcome to send any feedback, uh, questions, comments. Maybe you're an Xbox owner right now. Maybe you're somebody who's who's been an Xbox owner. You've got thoughts. We'd love to hear them. Um, you know, we, we we welcome it. So send an email. To nolotime at gmail.com. That's nolotime at gmail.com. Guys, thank you so much, and we look forward to talking with you on our very next episode. Thank you again, guys, and we'll see you next time.